This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermover, and today in episode 260, I'm going to be talking about unlocking the power of Padlet. Now, Padlet is a tool I've been using for many years. I think that I discovered it shortly after it had been created, and the problem with using a tool for such a long time is you don't actually realize how it's changed. And I happened to this week be listening to a podcast when somebody uh, mentioned Padlet and was talking about some of the things it could do. And I realized I had no idea that all these new features were now in Padlet. So I've now educated myself and I've realized that this is a great tool for homeschoolers to use. I have mentioned it before uh, in various different episodes but I think now it deserves an entire episode of its own and I hope you will be excited and go and try it out by the end. So first of all what is Padlet? So the first analogy I want to give is you know when you're in when you were in school probably when you were a child and you had to do show and tell or you had to do some kind of presentation as you got older. You would go to the front of the class, you would maybe have visual aids, you now in the age of tech, you would do a slideshow, and you would stand and talk, and the class could ask questions that all learn from what you had done. So how do you do that in a digital environment? That was my question when I started teaching online classes at show sponsor Funder Funder Academy. And that's how I discovered Padlet, because Padlet allows you to do this in a digital fashion. Particularly our classes are asynchronous, so it's not like you get the child to present over Zoom. And what happens if they were doing a digital uh, poster? You know, that doesn't work that well to try and show it. I mean, you could share your screen, but again, it's, you know, extra time. Well, Padlet solves all those problems because it's like a giant pin board. So also think of that, you know, in a classroom where children all do the artwork and it gets pinned up on a big board. That's what happens, except for it can, be, uh, it can be a PDF, it can be an image, it can be a link that takes you to a video, all different things. It can just be text-based, and it's so easy to use. You literally go on to Padlet, and I will obviously have the link in the show notes. You can find those if you scroll down, or you'll be able to uh, go to homeschoolingwithtechnology.com and look for episode 260. So... Um, as I said, it's just this big, you, when you go onto it, it's just, you will obviously have to create one. I'm going to put one uh, in the show notes so that you can click through and you can play on it. You can add things. I don't mind what you do in it. Um, it's just there for you to play around with. Um, and the cool thing is you don't need, if I have created the Padlet, you do not need to sign up for it, you don't need any special login, and so obviously nor will your children if you're using this in your homeschool. You, obviously the person creating it needs an account. But I now go in and I create a Padlet. So for instance, um, in my world history class, I may have asked them to do a short video about a specific topic. 
I will create the Padlet and as each student gets to that activity, they just go on, they click through the link, it will show them a big empty screen with a title at the top and they just double click there on the on the board, um, on the screen, or there's a little plus sign and then it gives them the opportunity to upload either a file, to type in text or to upload a link. So um, I think there's also an audio. Uh, you've got all the options to do whatever you want. And there it's there. Um, when you're setting it up, there are different options. And I'll talk about that just now. But as um, the student coming in, whether it's your child or whether you're doing it with a the classroom, they just go and easily put it on and they can see each other's which makes it a great tool. So for instance, in Funder Funder's photography class, as each student takes the photos that in each um, week's assignment, there is a Padlet for each assignment and each student goes and they, um, you can actually set Padlet up to make it uh, different sort of formats. And so um, what happens in photography is each student is at the, it says student one, student two, student three at the top in columns and students come and post underneath that. So, um, cause often they're then generally having to do a couple of photos, obviously for every assignment and they go and post it, um, under that. So all their photos are together, makes it easy to grade. also makes it easy for other students to see because also as you're putting it on, you can put your name on so people can see whose is whose and the students can learn from each other and enjoy seeing the work of, of, of um, the, their classmates. Um, okay, so I think I've described briefly now how, what it is and how it works. Pricing. Initially, it was all just free, but obviously as it became more and more popular, they couldn't keep doing that. Now you get three free boards. And honestly, that should be fine for the average home for school family because you could delete a board, you can just clear it. It's very easy just to clear your board, just go and clean everything off it and you could do it again. Um, but if you are perhaps a teacher, I mean, I pay. Uh, it's $99 for the year and I pay for it because it's just so powerful and there's so much I can do with you know the students being able to access each other's work in such an easy fashion. There is both web-based, which is what I always use, but they do also have mobile apps. Padlet is continually expanding what it can do and it can really become a tool for you that you can use in many different ways. So you don't have to keep learning new tools. So, you know, I mean, I share so many new things with you and if you kind of feel overwhelmed and I just want two or three tools that will do it all, well, Padlet is one of those that I think you could put in your toolbox to just get to know and use for many things. You know, Canva, as you know, I love, would be another one. So these are the two that I think you could really use for, for a lot. The two of the recent features that I'm quite excited about is you can now export what is on a Padlet as a PDF and you can also export it as a slideshow. So, you know, this may be a, a good way for younger children, maybe they go to co-op and they have to do a slideshow, to actually pin piece by piece and then at the end turn it on to slideshow and take that to share with their class. Um, there are another cool thing is that they have these templates and you know as I say because I've been doing it for so long I just got in a rut and I was just always just using what was available to me and was nice and easy but if you click on because you know once you've signed up as uh, as a parent you will click on it and you will say you want to make a new padlet and then there's this gallery that you can scroll down and 
the gallery, um, like I'm looking here, it says art showcase, blog, brainstorming board, bulletin boards, apart from anything else, it gives you ideas on how to use it. Um, shelf, which literally makes it look like a shelf, slideshow, um, there's uh, <clears throat> look here, book reviews, which I'm going to talk about briefly, and I think I'll possibly put a link to that one, um, a catalog, a compliment board, debate, where you can divide it into two big columns and people can choose which side they want to take and you know pick either side to put um, information on it family tree um i haven't even clicked to see what these are but what the cool thing is once you click on them like i clicked on book review it actually gives you ideas before you actually start it and it gives you examples so you can click and actually see how they have used it uh prompted creative writing polls now polls looks fun because you could use as uh, a team could use this as part of a bigger project and we'll talk about that um, in a little while but you could use a poll as well um there's a randomizer there's a reading log another great way i mean i'm just scrolling down and there are just all these tr two truths and a lie uh here you could get your your um, child to do two truths and a lie uh, about a topic that you've been studying and then maybe you give it to other family members and you ask them to see if they can try and figure out which is the truth and which is the lie. There's a video playlist and that's like where you could perhaps as um, a parent you could put a whole bunch of videos that you are okay with your child watching when they're finishing their work or videos they could choose from to learn about a specific topic. So you could go on and curate a list and when it's on there it's also um, you're not going to have all the distractions of the ad and everything in YouTube so it's a great way to just have one place especially for younger kids you can bookmark it somewhere so they know how to get onto it and they know they can get on there and those are the allowed ones for them to to watch um, so it's just it's a good way of just even laying out their work um, so once you go and you create it you'll have lots of options but you can just really select the the basics until you more familiar and then you can start playing around with it so um, i'm going to link to their padlet that they have here um, on book reviews and the cool thing is here the idea is that a person would come and put a book review and obviously this could be your own child and you could just tell them they need to do so many um, or in a classroom situation you could ask different students to do it and they could read each other's but you obviously want to share it so they've got a whole bunch of different ones here uh, and when you click in you can see the picture of it and here in this particular style each student is going and writing their own little book review which is just a couple of lines beneath it they're rating it oh because that's another thing you can do you can rate it you can rate it by stars you can rate it by hearts you can rate it numerically and that's something when you set it up you can choose so again here this is how i use it for in funder funder the students will put up their um their different uh um posters videos whatever i've asked them to create and then i'll tell them to go and look at each other's and i will usually say to them pick three that you really like and just give each of those three a heart and then it's really quick and easy to come and see who got the most hearts and then I typically give that person extra credit so it's a way of encouraging my students to go above and beyond um, 
the one other thing that is new, well, there's a lot of new things, but these are another thing that I was kind of excited about, is that they now give you a way of creating AI art or within it. So if you want to create, you or your student wants to make any sort of art, you can, when you click, um, you double, say, you can drag files as well. But when you click in the middle of the screen, there's a little green button that says use AI art generator. And when I clicked on that, it uh, allowed me to type in something. And I have um, orange cats. And I think I wrote in uh, orange cat playing tennis. I may just have said cat playing tennis. But the result is a cat that looks awfully like my cat playing tennis, which was just a lot of fun. And it took very little time to do it. And I can now download that picture and upload it somewhere else. Uh, which is another cool thing. You can literally use this as an AI art generator. So to finish up, how can you use this in your homeschool? I hope I've kind of made you excited to go and try it out. And as I said, I'm going to link some Padlets for you so that you can literally, without having to sign up, you can go and just put things on it. You can delete it when you finished. You can leave it there. It really doesn't matter. Uh, one of the things is um, I, will, I will link the book review one that... Uh, Padlet has created and that's their own one but I will create one that you can play on and it will be one that only people with the link will see so it's not going to be found in search engines so it doesn't really matter what you put on there the only people who will find it are those of you listening to this to this episode and as I say it will be in the show notes and that's the, also what's fantastic about this you can use this to put your students work on and know that if you don't want it to to be out there in the big wide world, it will only be there for anybody who see who who you share the link with. So only my students get the ones that I post, not the world in general. Now, one of the things being homeschoolers, which we face, is that our children are typically just doing the work for us. And that can be rather demotivating. I know my kids weren't terribly excited to write a great paper or make a, a really good slideshow when mom was going to be the one viewing and grading it. Imagine if you could easily share their work with other people. And here the other people can be whoever you choose. So if you have friends and family who would like to see what your children are doing, you could use this as a portfolio of their work. You could have a, if you have three or less kids, you could use this each one as a way for them to put up their work. Or you could just have one Padlet for all of your children and you could have you could divide it into into columns like I suggested like I like we do with the photography and at the top of it you have your child's name uh, your each child's name and then under it they pin the work that they do so when they create a cool digital poster they put it on when they write a paper they put it on uh, you could clear it every year you could maybe just keep the best ones and save them for future years so you could have a best of board of all the years and it's very easy by the way to move things between boards so you could at the end of the year ask your child or you pick three of their best items and you store those on your best of boards um so you know here's again a way of like getting around the fact of only having three boards when they get to uh, high school and college and especially when they're applying to scholarships etc if they can provide a link with a portfolio of their work this is a way to do it in a very easy and free way just link to their padlet that they have created so it's a fantastic way for your child to share what they're doing and a grandparent 
family, friends, whatever, can all see it. Again, if you have friends who are homeschooling, you could also use this as a combined thing where your children look at each other's work. So whether you, you're actually following the same um, curriculum, which would be great because then if your child, if your children are all having to like write the same essay or do the same assignment, they could all be pinning it there. They can read each other's. Or it can be uh, just a way of, of sharing with each other. It's You could also just have this as a way of your children, um, you know, posting messages when they're younger to a friend in another state. It could be just a little way of them having social media that's not really social media, just a way of chatting with a friend in an easy fashion. And they just each go and click and post something and then the person can respond because you can leave comments, as you'll see. It's very versatile. I just, I'm sure that you will come up with many more ideas than I have. Oh, I know it's also got a timeline feature now. So this is another thing. If you're wanting them to create a digital timeline, Padlet is a way that you could do that as well. So go and play around with this. I would love it if you came into our Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology podcast community. Again, it'll be linked in the show notes. Come and tell us how you're using Padlet if you start playing around with it. I'm sure there are things that I am not thinking of yet and different ways of using this that you might try out. And, um, you know, we could even have a board where we share ideas if that would be of interest to you. If there's anything like that, just let me know. Uh, as I said, I'm paying for it anyway. If there's some way that I can help you by creating some kind of a board that you can collaborate on as parents, if you'd like a few boards, you know, one for high school ideas, middle school, elementary whatever. I'm not sure what your needs are out there, but you can just email me at meryl at fundafunder.com or you can find me on social media. I'm on Instagram, fundafundereducation, uh, Facebook, obviously send a message to the group. Whatever works for you, just come and find me and let me know. And I would definitely be very happy if I can make this a tool that will work for you as homeschool parents too. So I hope you found this uh, exciting and I hope you realize the opportunities for it. Do go and look at Funder Funder Academy's classes because, as I said, um, all the ones that I teach, I use them and a few of the other teachers use them too. And, you know, it's just a way that your children actually get to be part of class in a way that they would in a bricks and mortar school even though our classes are asynchronous and they're not ever appearing on Zoom together and doing things together, they are still working collaboratively, working together. And sometimes that's the other thing. Sometimes I actually make them work collaboratively on here. It's, you know, you can, they're all together or working on some some kind of a project. Um, and I, or just briefly, I mentioned, the, you know, at one point the poll, you know, a high schooler could have a project to do a project on wind power or whatever, could do a poll um, that you could send out to friends that you link to and you can link to just a specific part of the Padlet to answer, you know, how much do you know about wind power or something like that. And then you could, they could pin videos, they could write pieces, they could do artwork, um, you know, they could do all different things and together the whole thing forms their project. So it would be a, a multimedia project and, you know, that could be a very cool way for your ch children to actually present things to. Well, again, I hope you enjoyed this. Do let me know all your ideas. Uh, so I literally, as I've been recording this, you can see my brain kept working and I suddenly thought about how maybe we could use this collaboratively as a podcast community. 
I hope you did enjoy this. If you did, please leave us a rating and review. Uh, you could also share this with your friends, whether it's on social media or whether it's verbally. I would really appreciate it. It obviously takes time each week to research and record these. And the more people that can get the benefit of it, the better. That's it for this week. And I will see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.